This is Homer and Tony. Oh, baby. What was the key to Marquette's greatness under Al McGuire? Al McGuire. Wherever Al McGuire had coached, he would have won. You want to know why the Big East is looking good? Once again, you contradict yourself. One of your most famous stories you tell is what Al McGuire's record was before he came to Marquette. Tell that story. Let's hear it. What was his record? He he was horrible the last two years. (laughs) There you have it, folks. Contradiction in hand. The importance for every college basketball team is the coach. I'm uh, disagreeing with your coaches are everything, no, but go ahead. Look at Xavier and Marquette. Xavier's what? 13. Yeah, 13. Marquette, 10. Second year, Shaka Smart. Nothing to do with players. No, all, they, all new players. No, it's all the players. Right. All new players. The key is the players. No. Keep, you said the key was the coach. Right, but the key is the coach because coaches, Bravo. players, players, and coach. Keep track of his keys. Apparently it's coaches and players now. Right, well, here's oh, the key. Wow. Well, no, because oh, it's new. Hold on. What a revelation. Go uh, get that on a T-shirt right now. The key is players and coaches. Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. This is Homer and Tony. The key is the coach because he determines the players that you get. Players pick coaches, not schools. Wrong again. Wrong for you, but not for most girls. So we poll uh, players. Let's go poll players. Who picks the coach, not the school? Anybody? 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 Probably a good percentage of both. I can't uh, say that it's picking the coach mostly. I would I wouldn't give that a bigger, a much bigger percentage, if any. Okay. Can be fairly close in my book. Yeah. You want to turn? You want to win at a program? But of course, your book is the only one that matters to you. You want to win? A, you want to win in college basketball? College football? You're Steve. No, you don't listen to reason. The facts prove it without wait, a doubt. Wait, 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 wait. What facts? You have no facts on that one. Sure. Did you Google that? I really don't have an opinion of any value. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, that I'm was, glad you said that. That was Jason that asked that, Wait, right? Can you, can you say that again? What would you say? Sure, go ahead. I really don't have an opinion of any value. Oh, okay. That's right. Take another context. I feel like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but, All right. It's the top oh. three at three. The best of the best. The the pick of the litter, the creme de la creme. This list is as exclusive as it gets. Three, two, one. Okay, let's run. It's the top three at three with Homer and Tony. I remember the day general manager Larry Harris of the Milwaukee Bucks, after I asked him, because this was the same draft in which Dwayne Wade was in it, I tried to convince him to take Dwayne Wade. He, the Bucks would not have taken Dwayne Wade had he been available with their first-round pick, which I think was 7 or 10. We'll have to look that up. Pebble looked that up. They took T.J. Ford. But I said to him, Larry, come on. This stuff about LeBron James is out of control. He can't be that good. 
Larry Harris turned to me and said, he's Mozart. I went, whoa. Mozart. He is a, I translated that is, he is a legendary basketball savant. Yeah, the Bucks took TJ Ford at number eight. (laughs) He got one, right? No, I said it was seven or ten. I was wrong. It was eight. But they would not have taken Dwayne Wade with the eighth pick in the draft. And if if he had been available with pick eight and they hadn't taken him, I wouldn't have worked the next day. So I had to take a day off. Mm. I but, doubt that, but I did not, did not tell them to trade up to get Dwayne Wade. So I did not. I did not. I did not realize that the Miami Heat and Pat Riley was so impressed by what Tom Crean told him about Dwayne Wade that he took him. And a very wise selection. Very. Uh, LeBron James was one. Two you was that draft? two was the guy from Detroit. He was horrible. Mikor Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic. Number three was Mello, wasn't it? Uh, yep. Carmelo Anthony. Number four was Chris Bosh. Yep. And number five, D Wade. Title Wade. Micro Wade himself. Wayne Wade. Where, I don't know where? who was six. Crazy, though. Six was uh, Chris K- uh, or came in from Central Michigan. For the Clippers. Yeah, another blown pick. Never take a big the, white uh, guy. The, uh, who was seven? But all three of, the, three of the top five played with each other. Seven was uh, Kirk Heinrich to the uh, Bulls. Yeah, I remember that. Another terrible one. He guarded, again, I wouldn't have ever taken him either. Uh, I would have taken him later because he guarded Dwayne Wade better than any player Wade ever played in college. Uh, Heinrich was... Very pesky defender. Yes. Um, but again, a white American, which would limit the, my interest in draft. But he, but he played line. defense with IQ. That's, that's Yeah. No, he was worthy of a late first-round pick. Well, people, people continue to underestimate IQ. It's good on defense as well. That's why we ask you. You don't underestimate us. You help us with I that. I know. I'm telling you, that you get a guy like, uh, that's why Holiday's so good. He has both IQ and uh, he's, physical ability. He's, he's one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the NBA. He's got them both. I'm not saying he's the greatest. He's one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the NBA. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's up there. He's I phenomenal. Gary Payton got a lot no, of credit. No, no. Well, I was asking. Not, not, I was not that good a defender. Really? No. Okay. Oh. He, he had a reputation, which follow him, which the narrative was carried over, but I wouldn't say he's that good. Maybe of he created a lot of steals or something. I don't know. I'm not going to argue with you yeah. at any point. That's just my opinion. It's right. just a narrative. I think the most underrated defensive player ever is Michael Jordan. Underrated? I don't think he was underrated. He was on a bunch of defensive, all defensive teams. I'm not sure. All right, Greg, let me qualify yeah. that again. This okay. is why you're here. The most underrated defensive player by fans by fans? No. I think everybody thought he was a good defender. No one noticed anything other than his amazing ability. He wasn't as good as Scottie Pippen, but he was good. Scottie Pippen was a better defender than Michael Jordan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Explain that. No, he just was. I'm like, not arguing. Jordan, just... could, Jordan would get... <clears throat> Jordan, Jordan. his weakness defensively was little quick guards. They'd go around him all the time. Because he, he wasn't... He was too competitive to give little, up that space. 
Oh, and so little quick try cards. To challenge. Ooh. Yeah, go, go right by him. Isaiah Thomas. Any, anybody, even not, Isaiah even Thomas. not that good of a guard would go by. Could him. Isaiah Thomas go by him? No. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Zeke, Zeke's quick enough to fly by. He was one of the more amazing players I ever Zeke, saw. Zeke was incredible. Courtside. He was a midget, and he could go in with the trees and he always. Was he wasn't. I don't know. He, he was that tiny. small, though. He was just. His body was tiny, and he would go in there with these guys. Back when you could destroy people, he'd always find a way to float the ball up a little well, higher. He had some, he had some athleticism, some hang yes, time. Yes, Kind of like Kyrie Irving. You underestimate his athleticism, and he gets uh, in there. And he floats and hangs and he finishes. Huh, I got to think about that. Kyrie's one of the best little finishers ever. Yes, agreed. <clears throat> so was Isaiah. But the game was different when Isaiah did it because they could just beat the tar. It's more physical, but the yes. finish itself is still you got to finish. Yeah, you got to take contact. Yeah, you got to contort, uh, create angles. You spin off the glass. Dwayne all Wade that was to an finish. amazing finisher. Dwayne's weight is much bigger than both of those guys. Correct, but still. Was, it's not as hard. Oh, it's right. not as hard when you're that big. You're right. You're, right. you're a little guy, and you're finishing amongst the trees, getting hit. Yes, it's not easy. Yeah, those would be that Kyrie. So, who could go by Michael Jordan? A lot of a lot of those little guys. I don't even know. Not if they're not even good. Earl Boykins could he go by Michael Jordan? Uh, yes, because Boykins he go by a lot of people though because he can shoot. So you got to right. play up. Spud, you got to play up on him. Spud Webb. Yeah, I'm telling you, anybody, any of the guards with speed, they could go around Mike. That was his weakness. He couldn't guard those. Sean Jones of Marquette could go around Michael Jordan. Sean Jones is very fast, yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah, but you're, you're trying Did to you? build going up around, going past Jordan as something huge. It wasn't, wasn't that huge. Wow. So, this is a common thing. Did you even watch basketball back then? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you sound amazed at something. I so, am. Like, yes. This is well known. I didn't know that. And maybe that discount liquor Twitter poll question. Let's put that up. Did you know that Michael Jordan? Let's put it in the context. I want to be exactly worded the way you want. His his weak the defensive weakness was small, quick guards. Yes. No, no, that's yes. not enough. That's well, that's what it was. Well, oh god, but I want that in the context of. Did you know that small, quick guards could get by Michael Jordan? Is that put it, put it how you want to put well, it? Well, no, I, but I want to make sure it's accurate. That's that's. That's in the context of understanding what that means. Uh, did you know that Michael that that small quick guards could get past Michael Jordan's defense, or get past Michael Jordan, or how do you want to put it that? I way already down? told you how I want to put it. I Clearly, know. you don't want to put it that. So no, you're, because you're I still wanted, searching for a way to put it. No, I already I, told you. But no, but you have to put his it in weakness was small quick guards. His defensive weakness. Yes. All right, I'll go with that. Michael Jordan's. Defensive weakness well, small, was small quick, quick, guards. quick guards. Did you know yes. that Michael Jordan's weakness was small quick guards? Yeah, I'll did accept you know? that. Yeah. There you go. All right, good. I did not know that. Now you know. I didn't know that he had a weakness. Yeah, when you're talking defensively, yes. Okay. Or we can also, did you know that Scottie Pippen was a better defensive player than Michael Jordan? Well, that I would know. also I think be a lot of people knew that. All right, we may do that. Put both of those up, Pebble. Oh, I can't wait. She's going to be so happy. Who? As I used to say, duck hunting with a rope. The Bucks are kicking butt and taking names. Zora, future coach, Zora Stevenson. We have to reschedule Ted's. How stupid was I? We were scheduled. Are, are, are me and Pebble getting our top three in, or just you today? What? We didn't get to ours because you're yapping. I don't even yeah. know Homer's was, have to tell wait. the truth. What? I don't, I don't either. What did you say? I said, all oh, you're yapping. We don't even know what yours was anymore. 
And you didn't even let us get to ours. I don't even want to do mine now. I'm done. Go to break, Pebble. Patrolling the sidelines on game days and beating the pros inside the lines on off days. A 5'10 guard from Elon University. It's Valley Sports Wisconsin Zora Stevenson on Homer and Tony. As I like to say, she can probably go duck hunting with a rope because the Milwaukee Bucks are kicking butt and taking names. And no one can enjoy this more than our future coach, Zora Stevens. Uh <clears throat> Welcome, Zora. Before uh, we get started, just want Zora to hear something that Homer said the other day. Public, can you play that Homer on about his opinions for Zora, please? I really don't have an opinion of any value. You heard that, Zora. He doesn't have an opinion of any value. That's what he said. So now you can start, Homer. So we, just, we just disregard anything Homer says from this point on. I mean, I'm just telling you from his own mouth. Play it again, Pebbles. So she hears who said it. This is Homer himself. I really don't have an opinion of any value. There you go. Wow. Wow. So be it. They take away. This is classic <laughs> Hall of Famer. He takes away the enthusiasm that you're gonna, you were gonna have talking about the <laughs> Bucks team. Enthusiasm. There's no way all season long anybody. Fans of the Bucks have felt better than they do right now, believing this team, with Chris Middleton improving, can win and will win the NBA championship. Take it away, Zara. Yeah, you know, Homer, I get so nervous when you get too excited. I get nervous. <laughs> uh, because, you know, Zara, mean, that's why I played that clip for you. I know. I played that clip for you right now. Zora, you're smiling, thinking about the way the Bucks are playing right now. I know it. I'm not, yes, but I'm smiling in, in how they're playing right now. But it doesn't indicate how they're going to play in two months. Or what's going to happen? We just got to take it one day at a time. ODAT. Have you heard that? O-D-A-A-T. One day at a time. And in this moment, Bucks are the hottest team in the NBA, inching on Boston's heels. I got to go back and check the standings. I believe the Bucks are still two at this point. Um, and they're just and and they have not lost since Chris Middleton and Giannis have rejoined the lineup. Obviously, Chris will get back in the starting lineup at some point. But my goodness, having a three-time All and give you, you what Chris him. has been giving you, uh, you can't hear me. No, we can't. We just you, lost you. Yeah, you, know, you buzzed out for a second, but you're good. Keep. Oh, I was going can, on this whole soliloquy. Smiling. We can hear you smiling. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. <laughs> um, I'm. I love how the team is playing right now. I just. I think we need to talk about right now, and you know, not related to what's going to happen in two months. That's all. And can but, we talk about right now, as far as uh, a couple more days to the trade deadline? Anything yeah, that go on? So you think? the trade deadline is Thursday, two p.m. Central. Yeah. I mean, I. You know, the Bucks are super honest about the fact, and every team in the NBA, right, is is looking and trying to find ways to get better. Now, in which ways they're going to do that and how it manifests itself, I have no clue. Um, but it will be in L.A. when, when the clock strikes midnight, a.k.a. 2 p.m. on Thursday. And it'll be right before that Lakers game, too, which, you know, the Lakers play tonight, and then the Bucks play the Lakers Thursday, LeBron inching closer and closer to that, that all-time scoring title. So a lot of storylines um, this week with the team in this kind of – West Coast swing. It was great to start it off with a win in Portland, though, because now they have two days off in L.A. Um, 
which which is great. It feels amazing out here, but then you kind of go, you have to regroup and play the Lakers on Thursday. If I uh, said the name Jay Crowder, did that spark anything uh, for you to say? or? <laughs> uh, no. Oh. What? But if there's something to be said, if there's something to be said in 48 hours, I will gladly come back on and offer my two cents. Theoretically, you would, that be a, would, theoretically you guys, would it be a good fit? I'm just asking, theoretically, do you think? So, I mean, there's a lot of factors if a player has not participated in an NBA game in months or been a part of a team, uh, especially a group that, that is so experienced and is so intact and has been together for so long. But then also sometimes that can, like, add a fire, you know. Prime examples what P.J. Tucker did. He kind of came into an established group and added some fire and, and some life. So I, I think everything you got to see. Of course, the Bucks are still waiting for Bobby Porter to get back. That's, I think, was something that excites me is they're on this streak right now, and they're missing, like, a double-double off the bench, you know? Um, there, there's still levels that this team can unlock. Yeah. Um, did you know that, that Scotty Pippen was a better <laughs> defender than Michael Jordan was? Yeah, but how are we evaluating that? Based on what? We're just evaluating the eye test. Homer acts like this news to him. He this is, is this on Homer's opinion that has no value. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure. No, I mean, I, I informed him that I thought that. Scotty was a better defender than Michael, and then Homer didn't know that. I had heard that and always thought people were just trying to take away, finding any way they can to take away the greatness of Michael Jordan. Now, uh, question two. Did you know that Michael Jordan's defensive weakness was small, quick guards? Did you know that? I did not. I did not. Yeah. I, I just, you you not, can finish I this segment. Up. I feel so good. I uh, could go duck hunting with a rope. Uh, go ahead, Tony. Finish. Just talk about Zora, whatever you want, because I didn't know that, and I felt like, wow, I thought I knew a lot about Michael Jordan. And the fact that you didn't know it, I feel well, so she was much better. Ready to explain why. Until you interrupted her. You guys take over. I'm done. I'm smiling. This is better. It's the greatest thing ever. Somehow, Zora, that equated to you being on the same page with him basketball-wise. Yeah. That's why he's excited. Yeah. But uh, explain to him why you were going to say you didn't know that. Well, because I just, you know, I think you have to grow up watching somebody. Unless I'm going back and watching full games, not highlights, right? Like, so, of course, like, I'll have a better idea of, you know, LeBron's ability on defense than I will Michael Jordan just because of my age. That's all. Right. That's all I was getting at there. It's it's harder for me to answer in depth basketball questions about you know the nineties um, when I was like you know asking for a bottle <laughs> and I'm telling my age like crazy. Don't make fun of me. Your age, yes, you are very young. Now, and I was just telling Homer because again, <laughs> I, I played against him. I, I was in the locker room and I'm looking at the uh, the board in the locker room before games. I, I know the scouting reports, so. And, and I watched. Right. Of, of course you would know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, you did listen then. to the scouting reports? I just want to confirm you did listen to the scouting reports. I did reports. listen to scouting reports, yes. Okay. I agreed with what you thought. No, no, no. I mean, I listen to, just, you listen to scouting reports because if it just gives you a, a tendency. Once you get out there, then you adjust accordingly. Because it could, I mean, if a guy says, oh, don't let a guy go left, well, then you... Still got to figure out, look, okay, how much room can I give him before he gets left? So, okay, now I got to adjust a little bit. I know I know not to let him go left, but how much do I have to 
give, right? So always, always got to read the scouting report. That's where you get in trouble. Most guys can't remember the scouting report, Zor, is the problem. Wow. Get, I'm glad you locked in. They got there. They get, they get out there and lose their mind. Oh, uh, wow. I'm glad I never faced Mike uh, Tony Smith on a basketball court. You know why, Zora? <laughs> well, Because he looked at me and he could have said, not only am I better than you, I'm smarter than you. I said, Coach, I'm not playing this guy. He's terrible. <laughs> All right. I want to know the first thought you have about LeBron James. Zora? Steady. Keep going. Durable. Strong. Impactful. Legacy. King. Do you, do you remember the first time you saw him play? Doesn't have to be live on TV. Ooh. Ooh. That's a great question. I mean, I feel like I saw a highlight. It was either like a magazine cover or highlights, like a Sports Center highlights of his high school basketball games. That's my like. I'm just kind of you know you go back in your mind and close your eyes and you're trying to picture. That's my first recollection of LeBron James. Is is those moments of him in a Irish high school you're uniform? Like, this dude can fly. No, I was more like amazed, but also let's see. I grew up in D.C. and Kwame Brown was also out of high school, so He's my my, no one my example of those guys. No one has ever compared no, 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 those two cents. <laughs> my point, my point, my point. Wait, wait, wait. I need context here. My point. Uh, is, yes, you do. You, know, when you definitely kid. need context. <laughs> when when somebody comes, Kwame Brown came out of high school, right? And I grew up in D.C. He was a wizard at the time that I was growing up. Blah blah blah. So that was my example of somebody that had come out of high school. That's all I was saying. And so I just, you know, didn't necessarily know how it would pan out. He, he was amazing, but, like, the NBA's a lot, and then he comes, and he's everything. What was so remarkable to me is he's everything that he was hyped to be, and that is so hard to do, especially when you're coming out of high school and people are showing your, your highlights saying you're going to be the next this or next that, and, and this is, you know, you have no ceiling. It's hard to live up to that. Oh, I'm Tommy Brown. Um, yeah. And LeBron James has lived LeBron up didn't to have all a, of it. He didn't and, have a high school body, though. I mean, a lot of times you see high school he guys. He was a grown man. There in high school. He was a grown man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he did not. He was a grown man. I'm just, yeah, it's um, it, it's really, it's, it's, it's an exceptional story. Um. And I'm a fan, and I haven't always, you know, I mean, like, you have your different teams that you root for, so, like, I haven't always been, like, you know, a fan of all his teams, but I've always been a fan of the human and the athlete, um, just because it's, like, who else can do that? So um, I will be in the building on Thursday, and I feel super, super honored. So about, even if he had just broken it or if he has the opportunity to break it on Thursday, um, to be around greatness in that way, um, just never taking it for granted anytime I get to see him play live. Now you can talk about Giannis and LeBron in the same sentences, the same context, however however you see similarities or differences. Giannis mm. and LeBron, take it away, Sora. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not around LeBron as much, so I don't 
I don't know LeBron, right? Um, right. But just the, the, the work ethic and the, the focus and the dedication to the goals and the adapting the game, the, you know, their respective games. Obviously, Giannis can't speak to longevity just yet. I mean, you know, LeBron's in multiple decades, and, and Giannis has just surpassed one decade. So, um, but I just, the aligning of, and it, different stories too, right? Like, LeBron was supposed to be this. I mean, nobody's supposed to be anything, but in terms of what we all thought he was going to be, nobody envisioned this for Giannis. I mean, maybe, you know, John Hammond, when he drafted him, right? But, um mm-hmm a lot less people envision this. So I, I think it's hard to compare. It's so it's two different stories, both remarkable in their own right, but just so different in, in how they've manifested themselves. I don't know if it's right to compare. I just think we have to enjoy both of, both of them. And I know you don't want that answer, but I, I think that's the kind of way to go. No, I have no such thoughts on your answers. I want your answer. <laughs> Though I am curious well, as to this final question. Well, yeah. it is just right now, the Milwaukee Bucks are currently playing at a level that would win them an NBA championship. Yeah, right now, if the playoffs are right now, I'd be super confident, correct? You would, too. You're always confident. Oh, yeah. Always. Uh, no. So no. when it comes to his opinion. No, I was not confident when well, I saw yeah. Middleton practicing and it just didn't look like his leg was good. That was disappointing. When did you see him practicing? Uh, they had and, somebody and had on Twitter. Ju- it was about three weeks ago. And why on are we judging him? Why are we judging him off getting shots up uh, with no defense? Why are we doing that? I wasn't judging him getting <laughs> shots up. I was just watching his leg. I thought that leg's not a hundred percent. Now when I've watched and him, what I watch, and what are you saying now? That leg's a hundred percent. That's why well, I'm saying they're playing at a level that they could win an NBA championship. And you agreed. Yeah. Oh, baby. This ain't the Sixers, but trust the process. Trust the process. Oh, no. Yeah. Not the tra- <laughs> what, is the, what, is, what does that mean? Translate. Oh, that's Joel to be. Trust the process. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Don't get too excited. That He's means- got a lot of games left. His leg's not 100%. Translate no, that, that was normal. Good. Well, all I all I was saying is when you were speaking to whatever video you saw on Twitter, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, somebody's out for a reason. Let them heal. Oh, and I agree. Let I just them get back at in that a groove. Point, at that point, how long he'd been out, I just thought the leg would be better. So that then you say I'm always confident. No, I was worried then. Now okay. I'm, I'm not worried. I want him to play today. I want the I want the playoffs now. I think you need to keep track of like all the times you get like super high and super low. I need you to keep a record of that. I I will. <laughs> Twenty times a day. By the way, by the way, sorry, I apologize. Over uh, the because we're supposed to have breakfast at Ted's on the thirteenth, and Ted's isn't open on Monday, so uh, I don't know how I screwed up with that. Yeah, Homer blew it. I did. Wow. I totally blew it. So the fourteenth wow. is Tuesday. That would work. Um, Even better. I showed up the other okay. day. Yeah. So check your schedule. I literally scheduled uh, a hair appointment around. Our breakfast meeting. Um, okay, now we go to the 14th. I will adjust. 14th. Okay. All right, 14th, 10 a.m., Tuesday. Well, Valentine's Day breakfast with yeah. Zora. Yeah. It'll be okay. legendary. Thanks, Zora. Okay. okay, bye. Bye. I don't know what's next. She didn't sound it, excited about spending Valentine's good. morning with you. She spent it with you. No. You're going to be there, so. 
Oh, it would be okay if it was just the two You're of you. blowing it. Uh, next. I really don't have an opinion of any value. You got a chance for a great deal. Listen closely. Let's be honest. We're all looking for that next big splash when it comes to showing loved ones how much we care. Usually that means flowers, maybe a nice dinner, or even a getaway. ESPN Milwaukee is here to help with Welke's ultimate Valentine's Day night. A big bouquet of flowers from Welke's Milwaukee Floors. $200 to Moe's in downtown Milwaukee. And a one-night stay at St. Kate, the Arts Hotel. Register to win at WelkiesDateNight.com. W-E-L-K-E-S. WelkiesDateNight.com. It's the most important thing I have to say. WelkiesDateNight.com. Because you don't go there, you don't have a chance to win. W-E-L-K-E-S, WelkiesDateNight.com, from now through the 10th. That's WelkiesDateNight.com, Welkies Ultimate Valentine's Date on ESPN Milwaukee. You are listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Of course. I mean, I I can't help but think about uh, football. It's, you know, a love of mine, and I've given my life to it. So it's always, uh, you know, close to the... Uh, the front of my mind, but there's been a lot of other things that have taken uh, my focus away, which has been great. Golf was a great escape for a week. Uh, spent some time with some great friends and actually played halfway decent, won a trophy. That was phenomenal. Uh, but the, there's going to be time for that for sure. Um, Sandbagger. I'm you know, not going to yeah, be out that way this week, but I'll be obviously enjoying the game and the commercials and uh, halftime and all that uh, you know, pop and circumstance around the Super Bowl. And then, uh, yeah, I got some uh, pretty cool opportunity uh, following that to do a little uh, uh, self-reflection uh, in some isolation. And then after that, I feel like I'll be uh, a lot closer to uh, to a final, final decision. Yeah, final, final decision. Uh, I did not read if anybody got anything from the punters' uh, show. Uh, they should uh, be fired if they didn't ask him about his supposed tanking of his handicap in the win of the uh, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. I haven't seen anything. Um, I can't believe he wouldn't address it, but who knows. Uh, Kyrie Irving in his first press. They didn't pres- ask the hard-hitting questions that you would ask. No, they didn't ask it, Homer. We can play it right here, too, if you want to hear his response. Oh, yeah, yeah there yes, go. totally. There you go. Somebody did their job. I knew it. A lot of jealousy out there. A lot of jealousy. Uh, no, listen, uh, they gave me the handicap, so I didn't, I didn't ask for that. I didn't, you know, I submitted all my information. Um, I played nine times previously, eight times previously. This year I made the cut one time. And I was in Max Home a few years ago, and I was playing with my buddy Ben, who's coming off a win in the Corn Ferry Tour. And like I said, I shot a blistering 86 coming in at Sherwood, my one round leading up to the tournament. And I felt like it wasn't going to be enough strokes to even make the cut. Uh, but found something uh, on, on Thursday at Spy and played a little bit better uh, on Friday at Monterey. And then played pretty bad at Pebble, to be honest. I barely broke 90. So it wasn't like I was blistering the, uh, you know, the scorecard. The, that course always eats me up. And we played it kind of dead back in the teeth of the wind and the rain. Oh. 7, 8, 9, 10. And then they, uh, 11, and they called it. Then we came back uh, on Sunday morning, and the wind had switched, 
it was coming more like a northwest wind. Yeah, so it was like the last seven back into the I don't so care to like know we this. Cut this. I'm got out. the good side of the draw on that one. But, <laughs> I just but Ben played great the last, uh, you know, last uh, I nine holes. I think I helped Why out a stroke. Made, uh, All I care is whether he, he cheated. And we held on for a one-stroke victory. you just victory, called so him a felt, sandbagger, and I think you need to apologize to him. Why? He gave, unless you're saying that he gave them a bad information, that, that he did sandbag. They gave him the handicap. What's he supposed to do? I I don't know what information he gave him. He just said it at the beginning, of the, before he started talking about all the crap no one cared about. Yeah, but he didn't They're say what, calling he you said I gave him the information. Right, and they gave him the handicap. He didn't do anything. But we don't know what information he gave them. Oh, okay. That I could say I gave him the information, too. Guess what? I'm a 15. No. That's my information I gave him. Uh, How do we know what information he gave him? We don't, but again. You also can't be saying, oh, I just shot 86 on here, so that's my information. That ain't that ain't accurate. Again, as is often the case, but you can go at him again, and then when he finds <laughs> I'm out, I'm not going at him. Again. I'm oh. simply saying you agree, though. You can't say so. It would be also uh, sandbagging. But if I did the same thing, I'm in a tournament, and I say, well, I don't know what my handicap is. I shot 86, and I haven't played much. I shot 86 just the other day. No, but he said before that. I gave him the I'll information. I'll just ask you a direct question. Just yeah. answer the question before yeah. you go into what what's you're saying. My, what's your Would question? I be sandbagging if I was in going to a tournament, they asked what my handicap was, and I'm saying, oh, well, I've only played a handful of times, but last I was just if out, I was just out of Spygrass and I shot 86. If that's the only information you gave them, yes, but that is not possible to be the only information. But, but you don't know that. I do know that. In playing that you event. Don't know. What, what information did he give them? They, they, he gives them your handicap information. How do you know what Aaron Rodgers gave them was my question. He doesn't have any choice. It's there for public record. How, how, what information did Aaron Rodgers give? That's the only question I'm asking you. Okay. Answer that, please. The answer is you don't know. I already I know the know. answer. Get, don't forget, I'm a lawyer. You, I already know that you don't know the answer, so you can't say anything. But I, I don't know. No, I know some. No, you of don't the, know any of it. I don't know any no, of it. Yes, that's how they do it. Yeah, how Your can, information. How can is you public. possibly know what Aaron Rodgers said? Were you there when he gave the information? I don't know what he said, but part of the information. Uh, again, is let me let me be a lawyer. Were you there when he gave the information? I was not. Of course, I knew that. Uh, next question I'm going to ask you. Right. Your answer is going to be say I don't know. So, uh, were you on the phone? Did you hear anything that he gave them? Fine. You, you take what. No, you what, don't. My what, point is, you don't know. So just admit position? you don't know. Just no, admit you don't know what he no. gave him. I know. <laughs> There's zero chance that you no, know what he gave him. I no. It's not what he gave him. What information That's do what you they just have? Said. No. The key is the information that they have. You Which can nitpick, nitpick on whether he said it. They have information of his handicap as it exists with the WSGA or whatever it is. Right. That's part of playing in a tournament. Okay. They. So with that. That's even better. From I'm glad you pointed that out. Yes. Uh, someone has an index. <clears throat> I can right. look it up. Correct. I don't have to ask you anything. Right. So then why are they asking him anything? Because why did he have to give information? Because, well, no, 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 no. Answer the, am I correct in saying right. someone can look up your handicap? Right. Why do then you need to give information? What else matters outside of your index? I don't know. When, when, when considering handicap at the course and giving strokes, I'm what not, else matters? That's what I don't you know. know you play golf. You know what matters. No, I don't Nothing know else Pe matters. I don't know what Pebble His Beach does. His index matters. No, I don't know how Pebble Beach does it. You don't know that either. How, how does any golf tournament do it? They can do I it. Take your index. They can that's it. No. They, every tournament I play, oh, so they say they're going to make up their own. Well, no. Strokes. When I, for example, I play in Blue Mountain, they look at mine and they say you're an eleven. So we're now we're going to make you a thirteen. They, I don't you're ask them how index, they can. You're an eleven index, 
but the course handicap gives you more strokes. They don't tell me how or why they come up with it. <laughs> but you know that's how it works. I know that's part of it. There's I don't know what Pebble Beach does. Okay. Given Pebble Beach and the rich people they have playing, it would seem possible to me that they're flexible <laughs> oh, with okay. letting people add yeah. a little bit. It to would seem handicap. to me that being a part of other golf tournaments, all they need is your index, which they can look up for themselves. That, they don't need any extra information They from you. don't, but you don't know. As I'll be this attorney now. You don't know that's the way Pebble Beach does it. No, uh, but I do know that's the way it's normally done. I believe so. I don't so. know specifically Pebble Beach, but I know typically that is the way I, it's done. I believe that's accurate. I would agree with you on that. <laughs> Thank you. So, again, I would like more information from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I want to know what information did he have to get. Correct. If and, his index and is able, if, being able to look and up. How how they look up your index, did No, you? I want to know how they determined he was a 10. That's what I want to know. Correct. That's and the all. other thing is. Uh, That's why I should be your doing index, that show. Your index doesn't care how long you haven't played for. Correct. <laughs> your Correct. index is what it is. Agree. Sorry I'm, you haven't played for fine. four months. That's we your problem. We both agree on one thing. What's that? We want to know how his index how, went to how a to, 10. How, to, how he got 10 strokes. Right. And if he doesn't know, we want to talk to somebody who does. Because somebody knows because somebody put it at 10. Somebody put it, Somebody gave him 10 strokes. And you know what I think happened? And I'm 1,000% sure. But do you know what his index is? We should look up his index right now. Four point. He has a, the index is different than the, his WSGA was like three two or something. But my this so this three, two, this I'm willing to wager any amount of money. Should have got eight strokes. This I'm willing to wager any amount of money. He had nothing to do with turning his handicap into ten. Well, the good news is he played crappy that day anyway. But that we don't. I don't. So, I don't necessarily believe that. Say he barely broke strokes, ninety. Well, I know, but he can score ten, ten, birdie, birdie, birdie. I'm saying, but if he shots, he shot. Let's say he shot eighty-eight. That's barely breaking ninety. Yeah. Shot eighty-eight. He gets ten. Right. He's down to seventy-eight, which is still over par. I yes. I, I'm not buying that. They couldn't have won the tournament if he shot. Uh, no, he, well, he, he did. The guy didn't he, make the well, cut. He only needs a few holes. I, that's what I'm saying. To, yes. co to contribute. Right. So he gets a couple of pars in there where he has a stroke. I agree. Yes. Uh, it's a birdie. Yeah, that's what birdie. I'm, gu I'm guaranteeing you he played better for God his team. God forbid he gets night. one birdie. That's no, an eagle on the, on the right yes. hole. Yeah. So he's trying to. He's still going to contribute. He's trying to scam us. He's going to contribute. Yep. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. And, yes, I want to talk to the person. Sandbagger! Uh, okay, I can't say that. I played with a legendary sandbagger on one of our Marquette golf trips. Really? Some guy named Chuck. I won't say his last name to yeah. out him, but Chuck knows who he is. How do you Chuck. determine someone's a sandbagger? Uh, well, the same way you determine anything. If there's, there's Could turning. he just not have played First well all, that day? There's, there's, there's the oh, regular. We oh, we got a break? I do. How oh. far are we back? Historic? Pebble's not Pebble's responding. not talking to us anymore. I know we got to break and then come back. All, All right, right, let's break. Not going to make the bus. Next. Speaking of sandbaggers, uh, sandbaggers, a friend of the show says he has a story about Arnold Palmer telling him about a sandbagger. About uh, a sandbagger? Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want Arnold Palmer to say I'm a sandbagger. He's not saying he was, but he told right. a story. I wonder I'm who sure they're talking about. Yeah. I, who was he talking about? Was a sandbagger? Uh, Come on, we'll, we'll get the story. We don't need the story. We, well, you can get the story later. I just want the person who was sand. I, I don't he think called it's the sandbagger. famous person. I think it's probably uh -oh. someone who's a just there's some guy who was yeah. sandbagging. Oh, I got a ton of sandbag stories. Like people just like. I mean, you know, if like if like if I tell you if I tell you my handicap and then I shoot 
some scores and I tell you my scores, you're not going to be surprised by the scores. Correct. They're within range of your handicap. Like, Obviously, you can have a good day or a bad day. So I didn't a have a handicap. There. They made me get a handicap. One of the first rounds I played, I played the front tees at Muskego Lakes, and I shot like two over par. Okay, you put that in, and you know what my handicap was? It two. Was super low, my yeah. handicap was two, and it's like two for the whole year for the rest of my life. Yeah, so I'm playing in an event. I'm playing in an event. I told the guy, don't you bet a penny. He was like, I'm a two. We cannot win anything. Why don't you get some more rounds in? Put some more scores you, in. You still have to. I put some scores in. You have to have, like, if you have ten scores, it's your best whatever of the ten. It's and that well, still is a 20 big, scores in your best ten. Well, so you got to hurry up and get that two off of there. How fast am I going to get 20 scores in? i got a job. That two. Uh, it, that it, two, two will go, it'll go way up, though. Cause you're, gonna, you're not going to have any other twos on it, there. It takes a long time. Now, it, uh, if, right. if it's only one good score, it can't. It's not yeah, but when it's your only score. How is that, that? That's, that's true. Did you know that Scottie Pippen was a better defender than Michael Jordan? 70% said yes, but this is the fewest votes we've ever had for anything. Did you know that Michael Jordan's defensive weakness was smaller quick guards? 61% say no. Oh, wow. Do you know how great this is? We're getting ready for Marquette. They're 10 in the country at UConn. They're like 21 or 22. This might be the best game in the country. And an incredibly tough challenge for Marquette. Going to be a good one. They're the hunted now. Remember when they were picked to be ninth in the Big uh, East? They're, they're still going to hunt, though. That's what they say, right? But That's it's still say. different. You could say you're hunting, but everybody's looking at you differently. Wait, well, you're, we'll no longer, you're no longer a good personality. You are smoking hot. Can't wait. Close, please. I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. White people. I will bet anybody. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Thing sucks.